the way you are suggesting that he has to share the tip with the monkey. With the monkey. Yeah, there is a story. No, I was not suggesting. I was just asking what was his strategy. <laughs> because, uh, you know, if you don't share, next time they won't help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's a story that I read in a book that there was a... The book is, is talking about the intelligence of the mammals. Mm-hmm. It talks about uh, one man who was he, working in the railway station somewhere, changing the signs when the train is coming and things. And she used to have a monk in that area. So after some years, he had an accident and both of his legs got chopped. And because he had this monkey there, he trained the monkey to help him change the signs. Mm-hmm. So after he had an accident, so he was just sitting on that little hut close to that uh, sign place. Yeah. So he would uh, command the monkey to go and change. Change the signal levers. Signal. Yeah. yeah. So, so after yeah. sometimes, the company that employed oh. that man he decided to give her half of the beer every weekend beer. for the monkey. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. And the monkey drink it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what are you saying? Should we consider to employ a few monkeys for training next season? Uh, it's uh, difficult to do that, but uh, what I was talking is about the intelligence of yes. the mammals. No, I, I'm just joking about it. Actually, I can tell you guys a little bit about it, because I know the story very well. This happened in a town called Utenaik, Utenaga, in Afrikaans you pronounce it. Um, and there's a railway museum there today, in the center of Utenaga, in the Eastern Cape in South Africa. And it was not a monkey, it was actually a baboon. It was a baboon that the guy, and he had an accident. I don't know if he had an accident or maybe, you know, blood sugar, or, but he eventually lost his legs. And this is probably the most famous baboon in South Africa because he literally could instruct him to go and change. And those levers are strong, eh? which you pull to change the trains to go in and out at the station. And this baboon used to do it. And everybody knew about it. And there's photos. There's almost like a, you know, a memorial to this baboon that used to used to do it's an absolute true story uh, if you go and look for it Utenaik I'll actually send you a link Utenaik Museum the photos are there even photos of him changing it yeah absolute true story and um, I grew up just one town from there One, my village is maybe 50 kilometers from there so even as a child my dad used to take me there and we all know. but it happened many I think in the yeah, 1930s or 40s send me telling about the, oh really the, yeah, yeah. So no it's absolutely true pictures. So it just shows there there's intelligence there, and you guys know it when you look when you look at a at a at an elephant, you know when you spend time with elephants and you look them in the eye, you know there's intelligence there and uh, I still say one of my most favorite things to to uh to uh, observe in nature is baboons. I just love baboons. you can sit for hours and look at the social structure, the parents and the, you know the teenagers and the 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 rebels and the troublemakers, you can see actually so much, you know, human, uh, uh, what do you call it, behavior in, in them. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. I, I, saw, I saw that. I understand how you love baboon when you took more than 10 photos of him. <laughs> <laughs> but that guy of yesterday had the perfect pose, yeah. sleep, <laughs> sleeping on that tree. Yeah. yeah. No, it was like he was in a boudoir in, uh, you know, in France on the on the sofa. <laughs> so, um, so ju- just as we observe interesting um, animal behavior, you guys are in a privileged position to also observe interesting human behavior with uh, with our guests that come and visit us. 
um, and because we grow up in Africa, we, we've got the bush in our blood, we take sighting sometimes for granted um, and we, our reaction is not always like like our guests are. Have you had any interesting experiences uh, with guests this season uh, that was not normal, you know, uh, some reaction from guests? Like, for instance, like he told us about the butterfly, um, the, this, the, the, the guest being scared of a butterfly, but then just, you know, half an hour later tracking a black neck spitting cobra or black forest spitting cobra. Yeah, we have such kind of uh, people that they visit here and they mostly like to see elephants. And something very interesting is that uh, uh, I had uh, a couple of Germans. There were two couples. One was French Canadians, and then one was the German mm-hmm. couple. And then uh, they, they they wanted to see elephants. Okay. Because we went on the first day, they didn't see and any you elephants. Promised them elephants. Yeah, I said maybe we'll try to go and find <laughs> elephants. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, yeah, at that time the elephants were moving a lot. So so you used to see them almost daily, so you can yes. almost promise them. Yeah, because but you know the in first, the area. Yeah, yeah, it was difficult because for the first day we didn't Nothing. see any. Murphy's and law. then, yes, I said we'll try tomorrow. Yes. Then, uh, yeah, of course, as we drove out of the camp on the fire break, we saw big, big head of elephants. They were just under the tree. Yeah. And as we arrived, they started moving, coming to the road. And then uh, she took just two photos. The first photo was like uh, an elephant 50 meters away. Yes. And then the second one was just like 20, 10 meters okay. from the car. Yeah. And then suddenly she, ju- she just left the camera and I didn't see her on the seat. She was sitting just on the bottom. Of no, in, in the back of the car. Yes. She sat down, <laughs> hiding. <laughs> it hiding was quite, from the yeah, elephant. Yeah, it's quite interesting because I thought she would be loving coming very close to the elephant. Yes, of but course. But then she just sat down. Complete, she was completely, completely overwhelmed yeah. by, the, by the presence of this of big elephant. beast yes. yeah, in front of her. Yeah. So I didn't know. I almost I was thinking that she's taking photos. So at last, when I said, "Are you okay? Can we go?" Then uh, I looked behind. I saw nobody on the seat. No. <laughs> Everybody hiding. Yes. The, four yes, couples. The, the, the two couples. Oh, two couples. Four, four people. They yeah. all sat down. They were really afraid of the elephants, but they loved the elephants. Yes. Just to see them in a the distance. Yeah. So from that time, I was not approaching to the elephants. I was almost like taking 100 to 50 meters away. Yes. So that yeah. they can relax and watch them. Oh, yeah. Wow. But at that time, they took only two photos. Two for photos. The first time. And it's this lifelong dream of seeing the elephants and then yes. completely overwhelmed. But so they're still able to see the elephants. Oh, yes. Yeah. They were just popping and look around, but uh, you know, they traveled a long way because they started from Serengeti, Manyara, Tarangiri, Ngorongoro, and then they come south. So when they just came here, they said, we want to see elephants. It was quite amazing because it was like a, a herd of uh, 50, 70 elephants wow, together. Wow, good size. Yes, good size. And they were all moving towards the, the road, and then we were in a good position to watch them. Yeah. But one of the female was coming, it's a young female, was just coming across her. But not aggressive, or just interesting, yeah, slightly, or did she... Slightly aggressive, a, yes, but no... Was just approaching. Yeah, just approaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just come, yeah, yeah, just come and observe, <coughs> and she was coming closer. 50 meters, first photo, and then uh, <laughs> 10, 15, 20 meters, the last photo. 
and then the nerves gave, gave in. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I didn't know that she's so sensitive to very close yeah. animals because I didn't know that. They, as well, we stopped yeah. quiet. The elephant was approaching us. Yeah. So we didn't know maybe it would be very close or whatever, but, but then so she her, came very close and then she yeah. sat down. But their behavior that you noticed, there was no aggression. It you just, felt safe. There was no indication that they were upset by your presence. <coughs> Bridget, no, it was very calm. She was just interested in coming yes. and have a look at she the car. She was just yeah. moving slowly. So the, so the, coming to the car. So the, would you guys agree that the human behavior was therefore then to mimic an ostrich in this case <laughs> by putting their head under the seat then the, the, the risk disappear yeah <laughs> because if you don't see the elephant there's no risk there yeah sure so actually we copy a lot of animal behavior in our in our behavior yes. but also coming back to your question i also have seen that uh, thing which is uh, we live in this area so seeing elephants uh, other lions you feel like it's normal sometimes Mm -hmm. But uh, then uh, I had a, a group and one lady who was like a leader. Uh, we were watching these elephants drinking, digging along the Jongomero River. Mm -hmm. And they are in a big herd. And then um, she, after we finished, we were quiet, enjoying. Then when we finished, we left the place. She said to me, you know what? I've been more than 20 times in Africa. And I've been in north, in Serengeti, everywhere. Yeah. But usually you see elephants, they are just eating. They're not showing all their behaviors like I can see here. See, yeah. okay. Here, you really, because we ask no other disturbance, then you can see how elephants are fighting, screaming, yes. all the sounds of these elephants you can hear. Uh, then I said, all right. <laughs> that's good. Uh, that's yeah. good. That is, that is when you really start understanding. And that's what I was talking about, this intelligence, especially of elephants. You get that presence there. Yeah. And you can see that interaction in the group and actually the structure in the group, which is, which is a very, very you know, specific yeah. or set structure. Yeah. So you're saying that uh, what you've observed in discussing with guests is that here in the Jongomero area particularly, we, yeah. we get, we're fortunate to see animals in their... In the natural behavior, natural state. Yeah, yeah. not influenced by humans. Yeah, because the others can can be told like elephants never lie down. You see, yeah. <laughs> they're always seeing such a big, uh, big creature standing all the time. Yeah, but over here you can see a group. Others are sleeping. The adults. Uh, the adults yeah. are just sleeping down on the uh, riverbank, uh -huh. and others are drinking. Others are saying like, "Not disturb me," because they're spreading some some water to their body. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, mostly people here, they feel like uh, it's where they can feel that interaction between humans and the wildlife, because it's where they feel like it's more private. As they go on a game drive, there is no any other disturbance because if you go in other areas, you feel like you're watching to a lion or you're watching to an elephant, and then there is another car coming making a lot of noise, then you make that nervous or move away. But here, it's where mostly people they get a very good experience as long as they stay in their sighting quietly for quite long. And the animals actually they show different uh, interactions at a time watching the elephants. Oh. It's really nice. You have like a herd of elephants 
that time that we had like 200, 300 of elephants. Yeah, we thought sometime we saw one of the group that uh, it looked like they are in uh, uh, mating ceremonies and there were just big, big, big bulls joining the families. So sometime we thought maybe they're on the, because it was big congregation, and yeah. we thought they're in a mating ceremony. So it's why you can watch all these behaviors of the animals at a time, and there is no any other cars coming in. Interference and from in. outside, <coughs> and I think we are, yeah. And that's a, that's the thing about southern Tanzania, which, on the one hand, we feel we don't want to share it, <laughs> and we don't want to talk too much about it because we don't want the crowds of people here, because we're so privileged to have these interactions with animals. Um, in southern Tanzania, you know, the Salu Game Reserve and, yeah. and, and, and uh, Ruaha National Park. And in our camp where we are sitting today, you know, Jongu, we're the most southern camp, which is almost in the center of Ruaha, probably one of the most secluded camps in Tanzania. And, uh, yeah, you can, like you say, you go days driving without seeing a vehicle, another game drive vehicle, or even rangers uh, around. And it's just how it used to be 100, 200, 300, 500 years ago, when when the first people, you know, the first tribes moved in here, or 100 years ago when the first explorers moved in here. And it's just fascinating. So in addition to what he's saying, uh, one day I picked the guest at the airstrip, and they told me they were coming from Serengeti. Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, yeah, and this morning as we were living at the airstrip, we had like uh, 25 lions. Oh, wow. So I was thinking, how, how do you top this? this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because at last we saw a big pride was like uh, eight lions or six lions. Sometimes yeah. you don't see so much together because the rain season, they are probably scattered. Of course. So did you send a secret text to your monkey friend? To, to, uh, to look for lions. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't share his tip, so he can't send him a text. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. But when we were driving out in the in the in the afternoon, we went up there after uh, Kariako area beyond the uh, jungle bridge. We saw two lions there. Okay. Two male lions, and we sat there more than a half an hour. And I was calling my colleague friend who drove on the other side. So as he was coming, and then I said, when you are near, just leave. So we sat there more more than a half an hour. So just with after, these two lions? Yeah, yeah. So this guy said, okay, we've seen 25 lions there, but I think it's better having these two lions here in our own because they felt so privileged and being in a private place exactly with only two lions rather than mm. the 25 with the more than 20 vehicles yeah. around those absolutely so they appreciated these two than yeah. the 25 from wow. there wow wow